What's up guys, Quickship636 here, back with another Motocast Monday to help you power through your week. If you're a new listener, what I do with this Motocast is talk about what's going on in my life, motorcycles, racing, as well as let you know who you need to keep an eye out for in this motovlogger scene. If this is something that interests you, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. If you're a returning supporter, thank you so much for everything that you do, and I hope I can continue to make great content that you'll enjoy. Now, let's go ahead and get into it. What's up guys, Quickchip636 here, back with another Motocast for your Motocast Monday. And today, we're doing something a little bit different. I've actually been talking about this for a while. I've been talking about bringing my cousin onto this Motocast and, and create a Motocast Monday. And really talk about, shoot, I guess how this all kind of came about. Um, you know, you guys heard me over and over again talk about racing and talking about the racing scene and and with street outlaws and, and and really why the street outlaws and the street racing thing means so much to me um it's because it was done it, it was legitimately done and of course i talked about this over and over and over again so i don't want to beat a dead horse here but again that's what we're going to go ahead and get into today and, and then just chat man it's been a long time since him and i have just kind of just chat and bullshitted and stuff so it'll be good uh be good to get that done so just hang tight with us and uh, let's see what uh, let's see what we can reminisce, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. So just hang tight, and sit back, and uh, let's see what we get into. So I guess first and foremost, man, how are you guys doing? How are you guys doing uh, listening to this right now? Man, it's been a freaking crazy week. We got a whole lot of things to talk about, man. Not just uh, not just as Motocast Mondays. We just got a whole host of things to talk about. So. Um, I guess real quick, we'll get into some quick announcements. Uh, just a reminder, so March 8th and 9th, this is March 8th and 9th, um, over there at the Alamo City Motorplex, um, formerly known as San Antonio Raceway, um, is going to be Bounty Hunters 4. That's correct, Bounty Hunters 4. If you're not familiar with it, again, that is a Texas original no prep right there, and all the big names are going out there. Mike Morello is going to be out there. Very excited to see who else is going to be out there in attendance and stuff like that. So that's 8th and 9th. Your boy Quickshift 636 will be there on the 9th, not the 8th, because just like a normal guy, just like you, I do got to work. So I will be there on the 9th. So definitely, uh, definitely come check that out. Uh, definitely, I'll be out there. Come check me out. Come say hi. Stop me. Hey, what's up? Let's take a picture. Let's talk. So check it out. Again, that's March 8th and 9th. Also, another one on March 16th, on March 16th, that's the Wood Cycle Country. Wood Cycle Country out in New Braunfels, Texas, will be hosting their legendary bike night. This one's so badass, guys. Again, Jason Britton and Team No Limit Motorsports will be there in attendance. Jason Britton, Team No Limit Motorsports will be there at Wood Cycle Country in New Braunfels, Texas, March 16th from 6 to 10 p.m. That's 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. And you already know your boy Quickshift 636 will be there taking pictures, hanging out, shooting video. You want to be a part of my video? Show up there. Show some support for an awesome, awesome organization, Wood Cycle Country. Um, why even wait to the 16th? Go stop. Stop right now. <laughs> stop listening to this motocast, of course, after you get done listening to it. Uh, finish listening to it first. But go, go stop by and check out my buddy Nick, man. Go see Nick, man. If you need some parts... And need anything done to your motorcycle, you definitely need to go stop and check out Nick. Um, they'll definitely get you guys on the right path. Any kind of, you know, quads, UTVs, anything you need like that, I'm telling you, man, they got what you need. So 
Wood Cycle Country, again, that's March 16th uh, from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Team No Limit. Jason Britton will be out there and they'll be performing stunt rides and stuff like that. It's also sponsored by Hooters and it'll be out there, man. It'll just be a great good time. So hopefully you guys can make it out there and, uh, and just hang out with me. Now, of course, you guys already know me, but I'm going to go ahead to introduce you to my cousin, my cousin Jason. Go ahead, man. What's your name? What are you about? What's up, guys? My name is Jason Diaz, you know, Derek's cousin. Uh, you know, I'm just here. I um, got into cars a whole bunch with my dad. Uh, he's the one that taught me everything I know and got me out here. Um, I wanted to be like him, all the cars he had, all the old schools. Of course, unfortunately, he sold most of all of them before, you know, I was old enough to start driving any cars, but had a whole bunch of stories, and this is, uh, that's why I'm here right now, and that's, that's what got me in the game big times. Heck yeah. I, now, I've t- kind of talked about it before. I talked about, like, when we were kids, so now I'm not sure the people are listening to this. I'm not sure they ever did it, but before we were able to drive... Before we were on bicycles, I mean, I recall playing with cars, right? Oh. Always playing with cars. Was that the same with you? Oh, yeah. All the time. I get, uh, a matter of fact, I still have probably at least 60% of the cars I had when I was playing with cars on my hands and knees running around <laughs> the carpet. But, yeah, I still have a... That's where, it, that's where it all started from. Just It's in the blood, so... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're exactly right. It is all in the blood. Uh, so Jason and myself were cousins and you know, it'd be my mom and his dad brother and sister and that's uh You know Jason as far as like the the family and how it goes Jason and I were always the nearest to uh, each other's age Everyone was older and stuff. So I guess it's just kind of natural that we just kind of gravitated towards each other because of of the age difference and stuff like that. So um, and he's exactly right, you know playing cars I mean, all over, man. It was always with cars, and and that's that's where I learned uh, about cars. You know, even being being super young, you know, being super young, you always want to, you know, think about you guys that are listening to this. Think about a person that was older than you that influenced you or inspired you to want to follow a particular path. And being young and being that young, um, and Jason being older, well, I wanted to be like Jason. I aspired to be like Jason, and you know, I saw how, what he was into. And stuff like that and I was into it because I liked it but also because he was into it so if I want to be like him and aspire to be like him well I should probably just find I should just do what he does right and and that's what it was when I was younger and then as I got older and began to appreciate what was going on and and I was really young I didn't understand it especially when you know when Jason was uh since him being older than me when he actually started working on cars you know, I think that was, I mean, that was the hardest thing for me is when you started working on cars, um, you were with your dad working on cars and stuff like that, but I was still younger. So I still wanted to, I guess, you know, have fun and, and chill. How was it for you when you, when you, I remember that specifically. I remember, you know, before when we were allowed to go play and ride bikes and then that transition when you were full blown being taught how to do paint and body how was that for you transitioning over from being a kid to being a you know a kid that's being taught how to do this was it easy was it hard what did you think you struggled with it was a big transition like um 
you know, my dad showed me actual, like, I wasn't real sure if that was going to be my career or not, but I knew it was something I wanted to learn. It's a family trait. That's what, you know, my dad knew, paint and body. Uh, my brother picked up more of the body work, and I picked up a lot of the paint. Um, so that's what, obviously, that's what I do now, and that's what he does. I do both, but when I was young and he, my dad was showing me, I more took it like a... Uh, like more of a, a talent, I just wanted to do it. I really, honestly, didn't want to do it as a career, but I, you know, that's just what happened. But either way, it was it was a good time, and obviously, I just wanted to learn everything he knew because I wanted to be like him. But I did miss being, you know, more of a kid and wanted to do more of the fun stuff. And like, you know, I'd rather like not be working on it, rather be like racing him or doing something, playing something different. But yeah, it was it was a little hard, but it was cool, and obviously I'm real glad I did it because then uh, I'm not the smartest man in the world, so all I can do right now is just paint cars and work on cars, and it's a good career, I guess. But you know, I'm glad I learned from my dad and stuff, and it's good time, good times. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, uh, you know, guys from the, the Motocast family, myself, you and I, we've all kind of conversed back and forth, and you know, you know, we have families. Whether or not you have kids, you know, they all have families and stuff, and it's it's hard breaking up the time with work and with your family and trying to do things you love and stuff, and and it's hard and and it's hard now and you know really when we think about it, we had those same struggles as a kid, you know, when you started doing something like you, Jason, like you mentioned, you went from learning something as as a hobby, and then eventually, it then you know wanting to do it because that's what he was a tradesman at painting body and learning that to now eventually now it's your career you know and you just said it you said it and i'm glad you said it that way you said back then that's not what you wanted to do you you're talking about racing you're talking about doing other stuff with cars not necessarily body work for a career it just happened to you know kind of i guess metic- meticulize into a career and stuff or materialize into a career rather um so that's you know that's a that's a good point and shoot that's a good point you know being a dad now is that you know, shoot, you know, I guess teach them young, teach them young. Cause uh, you just never know, uh, you know, they may follow your footsteps and then, uh, and then, you know, and do you one better. That's for sure. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. Just exactly like he just said it right there is that's, that's the struggle that he was dealing with. And that's, that's being older where I was the younger one wanting to know why the hell can't we go play? Let's go play. Let's go ride our, ride our bikes. And man, before now before the cars you know we and this was after the uh, go-kart i never had a go-kart jason had a go-kart and it was a fast ass go-kart and i remember you know us <laughs> hauling ass up and down the street on the go-kart but uh during this time of the transition i remember specifically i i saw a frame now i saw a a bicycle frame that was getting body work done, getting bundle put on it, getting panels put on for a, a lowrider bike. Is that correct? Yes, yes. So uh, my dad actually built me a complete lowrider bike. Um, all the you know awesome stuff they used to put back on the day, all the all the goodies and everything. And I actually still have that bike, and it still has the same paint job on it, and um, it still looks pretty sweet. I mean, the chrome's a little you know rusted here and there, a little pitted, but. Yeah, it was an awesome bike, and it had the, the actual wheel on it, the little steel wheel on it, with the mirrors, and it was all decked out. 
Yeah, I remember yours too. The green, you got the, uh, I think it was the green one. You green picked one. Up. Yep. So, so yep. you heard it. You heard it from somebody else. Even way back when, mm-hmm. green was. I don't. It just stuck with me. I don't know why. It, I don't know why it works that way, but but it happened to work that way. And, and you know what? I didn't even draw that conclusion. I didn't even draw that parallel. Jason just saying what he just said right now drew that parallel. So that's uh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. That's funny. But. Uh, yeah, I had a I had a green lowrider bike, and why did I want a green lowrider bike? Or want a lowrider bike? Is because Jason had a lowrider bike, and and it, you know, to, I guess to clear it up, I don't think I I actually I don't think I I know for a fact it was never to compete. It was just so if I did something, we could do it, and it was always because we're always hanging out. So it makes no sense to have one person on a lowrider bike and not another kid on a lowrider bike. I can't just cruise by Jason in a regular bike, so I have to get a lowrider bike. So we end up, I ended up getting a lowrider bike as well, and and uh, and mine was bought. His was built, not bought. Mine was bought, not built. Um, someone else built it, um, but I did not. But uh, shoot, man, I remember getting it, and I remember specifically Jason's was a lot lower, uh, big old gangster white walls on it. Looks sick. Looks sick. And but mine was stock right height, so I think as soon as I brought it over, and mind you, um, we didn't have a truck that would be able to haul this bike, so I ended up cramming this big ass lowrider bike. I mean, she was long because because she had a twenty inch wheel front and rear twenty inch wheel, just a big ass bike. I ended up cramming this sucker in the back of a Chrysler LeBaron, a Chrysler. <laughs> we had it in the Chrysler LeBaron, just crammed in there take it to Jason's house, unload this thing, and within minutes, within minutes, we take the, uh, we take, we do a, a shock flip on it, a, a, uh, I guess a spring flip, so basically, instead of having the spring behind the perch, we end up putting the spring in front of the perch, so it drops the bike all the way down, and the front forks go all the way down and stuff like that, so I couldn't hop the front end anymore, but my bike sat low, and what could I do as a lowrider bike? I could finally scrape the pedals like Jason can do on his. So before, you know, you had lowriders that would go through and hit their hit their switches and you know, uh, hit their scrape plates. Well, of course, we get on bikes. Our scrape plates were foot pedals, mm-hmm. and I could finally scrape my plates just like Jason can. So that's funny. That's definitely funny right there. So I guess let's talk about um, let's talk about your first car. What was your first car? My first car was a. 1966 Caprice, um, pretty decent car with the 327, had camel humps on it, uh, power glide, um, definitely needed a paint job, but um, I brought it from an old man um, out here in, in one of the neighborhoods out here in, in our town. It was a good car, the first car, uh, my dad brought it for me, but you know, it was no handout, I had to of course work for it, but um, it was a good little car, I had it for a good while, and we definitely... Definitely beat the hell out of it and uh, <laughs> blew the motor on that thing pretty, uh, not too fast, but um, I actually gave it to my, well, not gave it to my brother. I let my brother drive it for a while and he started doing all the good stuff to it, brakes and everything that the safety stuff needed because he was driving it every day. I wasn't. And it was running really damn good, really good. And I actually uh, blew the motor on it after that. Um, I blew the motor. It sat in the back of my dad's house at that time and then it sat there for a good minute and i got my um 
we're just, you know, obviously I wanted another car, I wanted to work on it. Young kid, and I had, didn't have no money really, still going to school and everything. But I talked my dad into getting me another one, and which I still have is my '79 Trans Am, and um, it was it was it was alright when I got it. It was it was a car I loved it, and uh, I love seeing that shaker move every time I fired it up. But it took me uh, I had to work for that one too. It took me a while to pay it off, or it took him because you know I had to work and I'll do work for him, and he'll go pay a little chunk on it. I'll do work and he'll go pay a little chunk. And finally, I finished it. He got it. He brought it. Uh, he he brought it home, and we got it all nice and tuned up, and at least running decently. And that was the actual car I started driving when I had my license, and when I got like when I was actually legal to drive. That's the car I was driving in, and I actually still have that car. But I had two cars at one time, right off the bat, and I actually blew the transmission on my Trans Am, motor on the Caprice was blown. So they're sitting in the back of my dad's house. I go to school on the bus, which sucked. And I come home one day, both cars were backed up against the fence. I got home, cool, off the bus, walking around in the backyard in my dad's shop. And I say, whoa, hold on, there's something missing. There's, my Caprice is missing. And I my dad's there. Yo, what happened to my Caprice? What's, it, what's going on? Where's it at? Oh, I sold it. I told you, you gotta make one of them run. You know, you got a tram- blown transmission and you got a blown motor. I was like, well, I ain't got a job. Like, I'm trying to, you know, I wanted both of them, but, you know, my dad was, uh, you know, he ran the show, so that thing was gone. And I never I never saw that car again. The last I heard, it got sold somewhere down the street from where we live. And I think the roof got cut off on it and they made it some kind of a low rider. And uh, it was, it never got seen again, but. Thank God I still have my Trans Am. He never got rid of that one. It's the car I still got right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for, <laughs> for sure, man. I mean, you think about, like, you, you know, you guys that are listening to this, let me know in the comment section, what was your first, what was your first car that you bought or, or, or drove? And do you still have that car to date? Um, I, you know, I think that's huge right there. Man, um, I'm, I'm, shoot, I'm going to take you guys on, on a bit of a ride, so... Um, to kind of fast forward, when we got into, when, when I was in high school, you know, Jason, about two years old, Jason, two years older than I am. So when I got into high school, freshman year, you know, he was already going into junior year. So, um, it was harder. It was definitely harder because, you know, we have dedicated periods, right? So kids stay in school. I'm not telling you to get out of school, but I skipped so much school to just, to put my hands and work on the Trans Am uh, when he had it there as much as I possibly could. Just because, you know, again, go back to it, right? I aspired to be like him. And the second, because at that point, I could really appreciate it. Um, that's around the time the uh, good old movie, Fast and the Furious, the, the Fast and the Furious came out. And I still remember specifically, we all went to go see that. Uh, we went to go see the Fast and the Furious. Uh, I think we took uh, Manuel's Firebird. I think so. Yeah. The red one. Yeah, mm-hmm. we took the red one over there. Mm-hmm. God, dogging the piss out of it all the way up there. We went to go watch that. And I remember specifically, cause by that time, though, um, to kind of, I guess, kind of paint a picture, by that time, we were already involved with street racing. If we weren't out there street racing, we were out there watching street racing. It definitely had our, you know, it definitely had our hands. I remember specifically by that time, uh, we were going up to the post-up spots. We were shutting down the roads. We were 
flagging. We were, you know, we were we were doing this and that. We were already involved with it, whether we had a car out there or not. So when I saw that movie, I mean, for me, when I saw that movie, I thought it was the, the fakest shit I've ever seen in my life. I thought it was the dumbest thing. That don't, that's not we don't do none of that. You know, we didn't meet up. <laughs> we didn't meet up at no, um, you know, freaking abandoned like abandoned garage or nothing like that. We met up downtown. You know, we met up at O'Reilly's. We met up at AutoZone at car washes. You know, we met up at Whataburger because that was the spot. Yeah. Um, I didn't see an import out there like that. You know, I saw uh, I saw Mustang, saw Fox Body Mustang, Trans Ams, Cobras. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Terminators. Terminators weren't there yet. That's way before Terminators. Remember, that's 03 and 04. We're seeing SS Camaros out there. Um, we're still at that time. We're still seeing LT1 Camaros out there. Still LT1 um, Trans Ams out there. You know, with the upgrades at that upgrades at that time. You know, that's before LSs were. At least we're real big as they are now. Hell, you can get an LS with a side of coffee at this point. You know, that's basically how LSs are now. Back then, that's still LT1 status. I'm talking about LT4 intake with LT4 hot cams and dealing with that type of shit. Um, so when I saw this movie, again, I thought it was the fakest and dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. That whole, doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile, a win's a win. Shit, I remember people hitting, hitting hazards on you off the starting line, you know, they jumped on you on the starting line. Hell, before there, we didn't talk about sixty foot. We didn't talk about eighth mile. We talked about they didn't talk about quarter mile. I don't even think we ever ran a quarter mile. As soon as we pulled out in front, it's just whoever. I think we usually shut it down. What about a hundred? Yeah, about a hundred, but about eighty to a hundred. That's it. Shut it down, man. But it was a good, good old times right there. Back roads, any road really, highway. No matter where we were, if someone got next to us, uh, downtown light to light. I mean, that was <laughs> that was that was sometimes our track light to light. I mean, you want to get on, we go cruise. I mean, it was very hard back then just to go for a cruise. Like, let's go cruise. Everyone was get together because everyone just had the same intentions. Like, all right, this is cruising around, you know, side by side, and you got that one guy next to you and just give you a little rev and and you're ready to get it. I mean, shit. I mean, if there ain't no questions or like, let's go lay out a road and you know do all that set up a whole stage or anything like well we're gonna lay it down right there i'm gonna drop in the first gear and i'm gonna give it hell and i mean that's the way it was back in the day that's anywhere anywhere if our tires were on the ground and all four tires were rolling we're gonna hit it if you want to run let's run it was a good time good times (laughs) i got a lot of trouble for it lots of trouble plenty of times uh right in the first time uh i got arrested for that was Downtown, uh, is right here downtown, leaving downtown. Um, I can't remember 100%, but I think I was just racing some dude in a little Honda, just hacking up, and uh, I, I smashed on him and gapped him, gapped him dirty, and just flew by a cop downtown and pulled me over, pulled, up, pulled over at the car wash. I was like, shit, you know, first ticket, you know, first ticket for racing or something. You know, didn't think too bad of it, and as soon as he got it, get out of the car, you know, this and that. I was like, oh, shit, this guy's serious. You know, he's a little upset. This cop's upset. So, got out of the car, you know, hands back, put your hands behind your back. You're like, god dang, all right. I don't know what's going on here, but all right. Hands behind my back. And, god damn it, dog. And <laughs> hands behind my back and um, told me, uh, you know, what, you know, told me, you know what, 
took it, came very readily on my rights, and that's it. I was getting arrested the first time for street racing, and I was pretty freaked out. Right? <laughs> Definitely freaked out, man. Definitely freaked out. So that's, I mean, that was before street racing was a felony. Yeah, that, it was, I was freaked out, yes, but um, it, it, it wasn't, it was pretty much a slap on the wrist, but don't go out, go out there street racing right now, because you do, you do be in a, a lot of trouble, and, like, you don't want that, like, there's... It's the the laws now are ridiculous, like stupid ridiculous. I got a little slap on the wrist. Um, did a I, well, I got on probation and they gave me a probation. I thought oh, this would be great, you know, knock this out, pay me a little fine, this this and that. Grab, uh, heard some shit from my dad and my uh, my brother, uh, but then after that, it just man, it just spiraled down. It was over and over. Every every like fucking racing, racing every weekend and. It got to the point where uh, my brother took my car away. Um, put uh, he's into lowriders, so he put some little fourteen spokes on my uh, Trans Am, and he's like, "Yeah, go here, drive it like that, go race like that." And he took it away for like I think it was about a month or so, and, or maybe a little longer. I got it back, but as soon as I got it back, he's like, "That's it, man. Yes, I do. You get your ass in trouble." And that, oh yeah, and I'm done. I'm done. I think like the next weekend or so, I was back in jail for street racing again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it, it's it's crazy, man. We we think about it though, because like, you know, man. Like I said it before, guys, um, on the on the on the streets or on the show, rather, you know, you see them taping off roads, and I know they did it. I know they do it legit. I know they've done it legit. So I take nothing from that. I'm just talking about us and stuff, and. And, uh, yeah, we didn't, just like Jason mentioned, we didn't, we, we had roads, specific roads, and I'm not even going to drop the names on the road, on the, these roads, because, um, because eventually I have dreams that street racing is going to come back to San Marcos. I have a vision. I have a vision. But I'm not going to get them blocks hot too, too motherfucking hot, <laughs> too, too early to get them blocks hot. But, um, no, we didn't, we didn't sweep roads we didn't check to see if you know we we had a scout you know we drove down the roads um but we didn't you know we didn't have security we didn't have no, i remember one time i remember one time specifically when we we're racing by uh i'm gonna leave it the address like this but when we we're racing by um your mom's we had that old boy that had the scanner inside his car mm-hmm. and then he heard we have reported street racing mm-hmm. on this that hey now just i have to admit just like you saw on the fast and the furious where old boy had the scanner inside his uh, car, and you heard, you know, we have reported street racing. That is exactly what we did here, and we all burned out. I mean, we were gone. We were ghosting shit. We had that spot cleared out in like less than thirty seconds. We were freaking gone. You couldn't find no one at all. Um, so I guess, I guess, not all of the Fast and the Furious was fake. That portion of the Fast and the Furious was real. But um, getting back to our same, um, you know, we didn't sweep roads. We didn't do none of that stuff. That was before uh, track bite. That was before VHT. We didn't bring track bite or VHT to the street. Matter of fact, when I started bringing uh, VHT to the street is when I started racing my motorcycles and street racing that um, and using VHT and stuff like that. But that, that'll be for a different episode. We can talk about that later. But back then, hell, we weren't even using water to street race. We would just go there and just foot break it and just and just, just get on it, you know, just get at it. Yeah, and there's no, no water, no nothing, just... just burn out let them ride and i mean it was quick burnout you were going about five ten feet maybe maybe ten feet most of the time we didn't even have that despair so it's just as simply just a standstill burnout get some tires 
um, you know, cleaned off, get them a little sticky, and then just just you know give them hell right there. But uh, but yeah, man, I remember for us it was always Fridays and Saturdays, and, and the way it always worked down. Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Jason. I believe Fridays we always usually always scouted. We hung out the car wash, hung out O'Reilly's and AutoZone, hung out at the old post office, mm-hmm. uh, across the old post office. Um, but we never really did street racing on Fridays. There was those occasions downtown when we all like head out to go cruise, and you might do like a a light to light pool real quick, or, or but nothing, nothing like it really went down. Saturdays, however, Saturdays is when it really, really, really went down, and. And ha- man, I remember specifically we pull up to an O'Reilly's or AutoZone. Always, usually, always O'Reilly's. AutoZone, those guys were their guys were assholes sometimes. But O'Reilly's had the bigger parking lot, so we pull into O'Reilly's, sit there, and then when we waited, and mind you, O'Reilly's was open. O'Reilly's is full blown open for operation. They're trying to get customers here, and they're trying to have customers be able to park in their parking spots. But we have cars in every single one of their parking spots. Their customers cannot go inside. But they still weren't assholes about it. And it still allowed us to stay there because we did bring business in there. Uh, and then when the lights shut off, that's when it would go down. That's when it would go down. And and people, you got to understand, this is this is before them cell phones taking badass video. Uh, remember my video camera? Man, I, was, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> we were out there. And even then, that was a bit of a different, uh, different deal because I was using my little, my little Sony camcorder. I still have that, by the way. Still have all those videos. Still have military. Oh, sweet. Still yeah. have military. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's gonna have to be another episode, guys. Let me know in the comment section. Let me know. I appreciate you guys sticking out this long, but let me know if you guys want to hear more about that. I got tons of stories, tons of stories, and video. Oof. Yeah, I do. We do have video. That's awesome. But uh, but that was but yeah, uh, shooting off a, a Sony uh, camcorder with the high eight tape. Um, <laughs> that was before you had the media port where you can actually you know plug into or before any kind of um, you know I guess disc drive or anything you could use. It's just straight up media, straight up high eight tape and stuff. But uh, but yeah, man, that was way back when, man. Just re, just getting ready on a Saturday night and. You know, as soon as, uh, as soon as those lights went off, that's where we go to the spots. And uh, I guess, I guess, let me run through the checklist. Let me run through the checklist. And and this is this is the legit checklist. Did we shut down highways to street race all the time? Did we shut down streets, normal streets, to street race <laughs> all the time too? Now, with the addition to a particular road. You know what this this road you can't race on it anymore. I mean you could, but chances are you getting pulled over are real real slim. Or sorry, real real high. I apologize, real real high. Uh, when Clovis Barker was built, that was the that was the spot. That was the strip. That that's a free game for you guys. Clovis Barker was the spot right there. Uh, now I think now they have like the ambulance there. They have, yeah, they have an ambulance and the, there's a juvenile detentioner. Oh yeah, yeah, juvenile detentioner. But to, I forgot to tell you about this, but about a month ago, two months ago, I could have sworn I told you, but uh, I went out, I was in my bag truck, so I couldn't do nothing, but I was just following, it was uh, about six of the trucks, um, Jesse and um, 
uh, what's the other guy's name? Um, Jeremy <laughs> and some other trucks came down from a different, uh, I think from Seguin. And I think that's about it. Just a few trucks, but um, a couple four doors, uh, Chevy, uh, cat eyes, cammed out, uh, you know, just number trucks, but they all had some work done to it. It was fun to watch. Uh, me and Frank went out. I think it was on a Friday night, maybe Saturday. I'm not 100% sure, but I was thinking it was just to be a little cruise and to hang out, talk to each other, blah, 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 whatever. But it ended up turning into a miniature street race little thing, and we actually did go to the same spot. We went to Clovis Parker. I was scared. I didn't care. I was, uh, I wasn't going for, I was going to go fast. I, I was driving a truck with 26s on it and a little rubber band tire on it. So I was just cruising, watching everything. And, but we actually got some runs in. We actually did get about, I was, we were about, about three, four, about four runs deep. And, uh, I was supposed to be gone already a long time ago. Old lady was calling me. So I kept saying I was leaving, I was leaving, but I couldn't get away from it. Uh, they, we kept running, um, had a couple of good runs, little truck runs, so they weren't like, you know, they weren't blasting down the highway but or the, the road, but it was definitely, definitely pretty dang awesome to watch. Uh, it was a good time, but it was right there in Close Parker, but uh, luckily none of them got caught. We didn't get into We didn't have no laws come, but we're there. Me, I was there for about 25, 30 minutes, no problem, and when I left, I talked to the guys the next day or whatever, you know, the next week, and they were there for at least another hour when I was gone. Got a few more runs in. I thought, man. It was an awesome time, though. It brought back so much memories. So much memories. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. But again, guys, like I said, man, I've talked about it before. Um, you know, this is barely, barely getting to the tip of the iceberg as far as how this thing goes. This is not just a, uh, it's not just a facade, man. It's not just something for a YouTube stuff. This is, uh, man, we, we're, we've, we've done this. We're, we've, we continue to keep doing this just in a different way. And, uh, and it's awesome, man. Great history, great talks and stuff like that. So if you guys are very interested in what we're talking about today, please let me know in the comment section. You know, let me know, hey, I like this. You know, keep talking about it. Hey, you know, Quick Shift, can you talk about more about the, uh, you know, the, the street racing days and how you guys got introduced to the Street Outlaws way back when, in, you know, before, before there were names on TVs, there were names on our streets. Um, you know, I'll... I'll you know, definitely, definitely be glad to share that. It'll kind of help drive, I guess, drive the focus of the next motocast and stuff like that, or the next installment of this one. Um, so it'll help us out. So again, let me know in the comment section. Uh, continue to like. You know, I appreciate that. Subscribe if you guys uh, are already subscribed. Um, continue to keep sharing, guys, and it's it's great, man. Great. Like I said, I'm I'm having a blast because I'm able to kind of reminisce and stuff like that, and then. You know, it is bringing back a lot of memories, a lot of memories. But again, this is literally just the tip of the iceberg, guys. So, again, I appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to listen to this. Appreciate y'all's support. Jason, man, I appreciate you uh, hanging out and stuff like that. Appreciate you, you know, opening up your house so we can uh, get this episode recorded and stuff like that. And uh, I appreciate the, uh, the numerous upon numerous, probably more than you can count on your hands. I'm pretty sure times you went to jail for <laughs> yes. for for street racing, and uh, and man, you know, like I said, man, it's uh, a lot of guys can a lot of guys can dream that they were there, but uh, I can I can tell you where we were when all this when all this was going down. So again, guys, I appreciate some more, uh, appreciate so much, Jason. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. And uh, and let me know, guys. Let me know, and we'll keep this thing going. So 
Yeah, until next time, guys. You already know where I'll be. Cheers.